Namaste, my friends. Welcome back. Or if you're new here, welcome to the podcast. The Harmony Inspired Health Podcast brings you raw and real conversations from leaders in the industry about all things health, wellness, Ayurveda, and life. My name is Harmony, and I am your podcast host. I am an Ayurveda and integrative health practitioner who specializes in women's hormonal health, a registered nurse, and a business mentor. I'm on a mission to inspire, educate, and empower women to take charge of their health, wealth, and life. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you listen on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating so the wisdom shared in these episodes can be spread far and near. Thank you so much from my soul to yours. Before we hop into this awesome episode, I want to remind you that this episode is sponsored by my accredited program, Ayurveda Alchemist, which will certify you as an Ayurveda lifestyle and wellness coach. Ayurveda Alchemist is for women who are ready to get started with a fulfilling career in Ayurveda or for already established health, wellness, and life coaches who want to create greater impact by offering a holistic framework that gets their clients exceptional and holistic results. This certification is what you need to step into the high-level practitioner that you were born to be and stand out from the coaching crowd. You will experience undeniable growth as a premium health and wellness coach. You will be mentored by highly qualified facilitators, guest experts, and practitioners. Spots are strictly limited. So if you are ready to up-level your life and help transform others' lives by becoming an Ayurveda alchemist, then head over to harmonyinspiredhealth.com.au and apply today. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful soul. This is just a solo episode. So it's just me and you here chilling out. And I just wanted to do a quick episode really on what is Ayurveda, but what are the different Ayurvedic practitioners or coaches or counselors or doctors that you hear of and what are their roles? So this is probably for someone who may be new to the concept of Ayurveda or someone who doesn't quite understand the different roles between the different types of um, yeah, Ayurvedic practitioners. So let's have a look at what Ayurveda is briefly. So the word Ayurveda can be translated to the science of life and longevity or the study of life and longevity. So if we break down the word, the first part of the word Aya in the Sanskrit language translates to life or longevity. And Veda translates to science, knowledge or study. So we have to remember that when we're looking at the Sanskrit language and translating it into English, that some things, some words are not like there's not an exact meaning. So there can be a couple of meanings for the one word. The basic principles of Ayurveda. Ayurveda is a holistic health and healing system that draws its insight from nature and how we relate to nature itself. Ayurveda offers organic and ethical transformation for those who embark on the Ayurveda journey and its teachings. Ayurveda understands that we are all individuals with unique needs and imbalances. 
As such, it helps you as an individual to navigate your way back to a more balanced state of being. It helps you to understand yourself more deeply so that you feel more connected to self and at home in your mind and your body. With this wisdom, you will realize your true potential and be guided on the path of holistic wellness to achieve your goals. And that's why I love Ayurveda so much. It's such a holistic health science. It really is. It looks at the mind, the body, the soul, the spirit, all really interconnected. It doesn't differentiate the different parts of who you are. It looks at you as a whole being. Ayurveda empowers people to get to know themselves and make their own choices relative to the context of their own life. So I think that's really important to note that we are individual beings. So yeah, we all have similar body functions and systems and all of that and even similar stressors in life, but we're still individual beings and our body and our mind and spirit will react different to different circumstances. So we could all be in the exact same situation, but we could all react in a complete different way. And we could all perceive that situation differently in our mind as well, depending on our past. As a holistic science, Ayurveda combines the theory and concepts of physical health, psychology, spirituality, nutrition, lifestyle medicine, herbology, so herbal medicine, pranayama, which is breathwork and bodywork, such as physical asana practice and body therapies and treatments. But it also follows a set of fundamental concepts. And so I'm briefly going to go through those fundamental concepts that really outline Ayurveda. The first one is the five element theory. So the five elements that Ayurveda talks about and draws us insights from are ether, air, fire, water, and earth. The qualities or the gunas of the elements are found in all organic matter. These elements go on to make up the doshas. So if you've heard of Ayurveda before, you've probably been introduced to Ayurveda either through the Ayurvedic nutrition path or the Ayurvedic doshas. The doshas are an energetic concept that is made up of the elements and it's really referring to your mind. Well, a lot of people believe it refers just to the mind-body type of an individual, but as a practitioner, we look at the doshas on a much broader and deeper level. However, just for simplicity, we'll talk about the doshas here being the mind-body complex of an individual person. So there's three doshas. They are vata, pitta, and kapha. All three doshas are present in all living beings in varying degrees. When one or more of these doshas become aggravated or imbalanced in our mind and or body, and an imbalance will occur. And this is where um, the start of disease manifestation happens. So if you're interested to know what your dosha is, you can go to my website. I do have a dosha quiz and my website is harmonyinspiredhealth.com.au. However, please note that when it comes to doshas, when you do a dosha quiz online, that's looking at your vikruti. So it's looking at your current state of imbalance. 
Now your Vikruti can change because our doshas will be affected by our environment, the work we're doing, the food we're eating, the people we're surrounding ourselves. And we've got to remember that we have all three doshas within us, but in varying degrees, which makes us very individual with our dosha. But what I find when people go and learn about Ayurveda and they jump straight to the doshas and they do dosha quids, they start to get very attached to, to what dosha they are. So just, yeah, don't, don't do that. <laughs> just know that the doshas, your Vikruti dosha can change depending on what's going on in your life. However, your Prakriti dosha is the one that you were born with. It's like your Ayurvedic fingerprint and it will never change. It is your Prakriti, the dosha you were born with. So when you're doing a quiz, it's generally looking at your Vikruti imbalanced state in that moment, which can change. The other concept that I wanted to um, briefly touch on is the Mahagunas and the Mahagunas, Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. These are the energies of the mind and the qualities that govern all organic and inorganic matter in the universe. Maha means great and gunas means qualities. Therefore, the three maha gunas is translated to the three great qualities. So they're the, the gunas that kind of oversee everything. Um, but in Ayurveda, again, it's much more broader than the qualities of the mind. But just to keep this more simple <laughs> this podcast um, I'm going to just ask you to think about the maha gunas sattva rajas and tamas being different qualities of the mind so sattva is from a place of purity of lightness of harmony of balance of joy rajas is the qualities of the mind that gives you the determination the passion the drive the energy um, and tamas is more that inertia, um, darkness, slow, slow to process. And neither of them are good or bad. They are just what they are. So a lot of the time in the West, we like to label things and we might think that tamas sounds really bad, but we actually need tamas to sleep because it puts us in that, that duller state of mind where we can actually get to sleep. So the the qualities of the mind are really important when we're looking at Ayurvedic um psychology and even Ayurvedic philosophy, which is one of the core subjects that I teach in my Ayurvedic Alchemist program. And that program is a an accredited certified program that um, certifies you as an Ayurveda lifestyle and wellness coach. So if any of this is like, oh my God, this sounds amazing and I want to learn more and I want to be able to share this wisdom, then reach out to me. Um, I do have a wait list for the next cohort. But let's move on now. <laughs> so another fundamental concept of Ayurveda is conscious living. So living in a conscious and balanced way of life, continuously growing your awareness, your oneness, and making choices that enhance your life and longevity. Understanding your environment, your relationships, your ethics and values. Being of service whilst living your most inspired life. According to Ayurveda, there are four basic goals of human life, which gives you a really beautiful, balanced life. And that is Kama, which is pleasure, Artha, which is prosperity, Dharma, which is being of service, and Moksha, which is liberation. 
So again, in my Ayurveda Alchemist program, we really break down these four basic goals of human life to live your most inspired life. But we also talk a lot about our ethics and values and really looking at the yamas and the niyamas and bringing that into our practice so we can be amazing practitioners, but embodying it in our own life as well. It's really important to understand your own values and your own ethics because these should be the driving force of everything that you do in your life. Knowing Ayurveda will help you understand and align with your higher self and purpose. So just looking at, I guess, the history of Ayurveda, which I probably should have um, really had this at the start of the podcast, just jumping back a bit. Ayurveda originated in India over 5,000 years ago. So it is one of the world's oldest holistic and integrative health systems. It was first documented in the ancient text of wisdom called the Vedas. So Ayurveda, the Vedas. So they were uh, text scripts. However, all those thousands of years ago, obviously we didn't have pen and paper and printers. So they were actually documented on palm leaves and then later transcribed to text. It is actually said that Ayurveda is so much more older than 5,000 years because its secrets and practices were handed down orally prior to being documented in the Vedas. It's just that the Vedas are our first, um, our first evidence of documentation. And what a lot of people don't know is that Ayurveda has eight branches of Ayurvedic me- medicine. The first branch is Kaya Chikita. Chakitsa, which is general medicine. So it's looking at whole body treatment. It's looking at the Agni, which is our digestive fire, um, gut health, digestion, metabolic disorders, fever. So anything with uh, general medicine of the whole body treatment. It also has the second branch is aphrodisiac therapy. So that's looking at reproductive medicine and sexology. And I'm sure a lot of you would have heard of the Kama Sutras, which are sort of come from around this sort of era as well. Um, The third branch is toxicology, which treats toxins or we call armor in the body and poison. So that's armor in the body. Like when we break down our, we don't break down our food properly, sorry. And we can create this physical armor. Um, We can create mental and emotional armor and toxins in the body, but it's also looking at poisons, including poisonous um, animal and insects bites and also it counts for toxins in the environment which well these days there are so many toxins in our environment and obviously the build-up of toxins in the body and the mind the fourth branch is actually surgery so so Shruta was the first ayurvedic surgeon and that was written in the text thousands of years ago so a lot of people don't realize that yeah surgery is part of ayurveda The fifth um, branch for Ayurvedic medicine is psychiatry, so looking at mental and emotional health. Six is ear, nose, and throat. And Ayurveda looks at that in a very holistic manner. And Ayurveda suggests that any overuse, misuse, 
and underuse of the senses is believed to be one of the main causes of disease. And we can see that today, like the, the amount of stimulation that our senses go through just on a daily basis, like we're constantly being bombarded by messages, we're watching videos, we're then going, you know, go for a walk down the street and there's a million signs and flashing lights and having to read all this stuff and emails popping up. Like we're just constantly being bombarded with stimulating activities or things that are really stimulating our senses. Even if we're listening to like really loud music all the time, that can damage the eardrum. But of course, if we don't use the senses to sort of more of a balanced degree, then we can also, that can also lead to some form of dis-ease within the body. So ear, nose and throat was, um, yeah, one of the branches of Ayurveda. The seventh branch is pediatrics, pregnancy and gynecology. So that is, this branch is nurturing a child from birth to adolescence and also like modern Ayurveda times, so gynecological um, medicine fall under this category as well. And then the eighth branch is rejuvenation therapy, aging and geriatrics. So treatments to deal with aging, brain health and longevity. So they were, they're the eight branches of Ayurveda. So now I just want to briefly talk on what are the roles and scope of practice of Ayurvedic doctors, practitioners, counselors, and lifestyle coaches. So Ayurveda is becoming a lot more popularized in the West and you may see different people pop up with different titles. So an Ayurvedic doctor is uh, Vadya in Ayurveda is an official qualification for those people who have earned their bachelor's degree in Ayurvedic medicine and surgery, which is BAMS, in India. So they don't have that degree here in Australia. Um, I don't know around the west of, uh, sorry, the rest of the world, but I don't believe they have it in many Western countries. I believe it's mainly just India, but I could be wrong. Um, but Ayurvedic doctors, they understand disease from an Ayurvedic perspective while possessing a working knowledge of Western medical pathology, pharmacology, diagnostic reports and treatments in order to interface with Western medical community and mod modify the Ayurvedic management of cases accordingly. So I'm, I'm not an Ayurvedic doctor, I'm an Ayurvedic practitioner, but because of my medical background as a registered nurse, I have a great understanding of Western pathology, pharmacology, diagnostic reports and treatments. Um, so I really draw on my Western medical knowledge with my Ayurvedic knowledge. And so I also offer my clients, I can do functional lab testing where we're looking at pathologies, we're looking at stool samples, we're looking at gut microbiome, we're looking SIBO test, hormones, all of those things. So I really bring in the West and the East and bring them together because I know that, you know, all, they all have their benefits and they all have their limitations. So it's really beautiful to be able to integrate medicine. And I will also be integrating um, traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture in my clinic soon as well. So an Ayurvedic practitioner holds a qualification of an advanced diploma in Ayurvedic medicine. Ayurvedic practitioners are professionals with additional training in pathology and disease management beyond that of the Ayurvedic health counsellor or coach. 
An Ayurvedic practitioner will create a treatment plan for an individual taking into account their current signs, symptoms, disease manifestation, unique physical and emotional makeup and their doshas. These professionals also practice preventative healthcare and health promotion using diet and lifestyle, bodywork and herbal medicine. As an Ayurvedic um, yeah, practitioner myself, like I said, a registered nurse and a TCM student, I really integrate my knowledge and skills to achieve the best possible outcome for my clients. And that's why I'm such a big advocate for integrative medicine. Uh, you may have heard um, the term Ayurvedic health counsellor. So someone might say they're an Ayurveda health counsellor and these people are professionals that are trained to focus on preventative health care as well as health promotion with a specific focus on diet and lifestyle through traditional Ayurvedic medical science principles and practices. So I don't believe they prescribe um, Ayurvedic medicines and they can only look at um Disease, uh, diseases according to Ayurveda to a certain um, degree. So there's six stages of disease in Ayurveda and I think they work with the first two, two to three stages. Then you might have an Ayurveda bodywork therapist who has not done any Ayurvedic coaching certification or practitioner certification but they come from maybe a massage or a therapist um a therapist background and so they can offer different bodywork therapies which are amazing so if you have never done an Ayurvedic or sorry had an Ayurvedic body therapy um, definitely go and try one out so Abhyanga which is a beautiful Ayurvedic massage style Ayurvedic lymphatic drainage Shiradhara, which is this beautiful oil pouring on your head, so good for clearing the mind. Mama therapy, which is like it's almost like acupressure points, but um, using mama points, which are the Ayurvedic version. Nausea, which is um, infiltrating oil through the nasal passages. Dry massage and exfoliation. Uh, Katibasti, which are those big. I don't know if you've seen those big round dough. Um, they may have dough and then they place them on certain areas of the body and fill them up with warm, beautiful oil. And all of these therapies work to balance the doshas. So that's what you're going in for, balance the doshas. Um, they're really great for adrenal fatigue, just fatigue in general, um, stress management, hormone balancing. They're wonderful, wonderful um, yeah, therapies. And swadhana, which is sweat therapy, so that might just be a steam or a sauna and um, oleation, so external oleation or internal oleation as well. And Ayurvedic lifestyle and wellness coaches. So these professionals guide individuals on their health and wellness journey through Ayurvedic principles, empowering them to achieve their health and wellness goals. So an Ayurvedic health coach, Ayurvedic health and uh, lifestyle and wellness coach, very similar, the same as an Ayurvedic health counselor. They offer ethical and organic transformation. They educate clients through Ayurvedic lifestyle wisdom. They provide education on basic Ayurvedic nutritional principles. They understand the principles of Ayurvedic psychology and philosophy to guide their clients towards their goals. They support behavior and lifestyle changes, help others shift unhealthy beliefs. They support, they offer support and accountability so that their clients can achieve their wellness vision. They can also refer to other Ayurvedic health prof, um, professionals. And 
Ayurveda Lifestyle and Wellness Coaches is a certification that I run myself. It's an accredited certified program through the Harmony Inspired Health Academy. And so graduates, yeah, become certified Ayurveda Lifestyle and Wellness Coach. And that is my Ayurveda Alchemist program. So if you have considered studying Ayurveda and becoming a certified Ayurveda Lifestyle and Wellness Coach, I invite you to learn more about our accredited program on my website. My website's harmonyinspiredhealth.com.au and just click on the Ayurveda Alchemist tab um, and there is a wait list there for the next cohort or you're always welcome to reach out and ask me questions yourself and I will answer them all for you. We can even jump on a call. You can book in a free discovery call and we can just talk it through to see if it's something that would, would be suitable for you. Um, it is a perfect course for existing health and wellness practitioners because it really helps you stand out from the crowd and it gives you this really beautiful holistic framework to work with um, but if you would like just you know a, if if you're just very new to Ayurveda and you want more of an introduction to Ayurveda I also have a self-paced online program on my website as well which is called Intro to Ayurveda Lifestyle Medicine for the Mind Body and Soul so all of those can be found on my website. It has been amazing hanging out with you here in the podcast world. I hope you all have a wonderful day, evening or night, wherever you may be. And yeah, if you love this episode, I would love for you to share it. I would love for you to tag me on your social media. Um, you can follow me at harmony.inspired.ayurveda. And yeah, let's connect in the social world. Namaste, everybody. If you missed the intro and jump straight to the episode, don't forget that my Ayurveda Alchemist program is open for enrollment via application. This program certifies you as an Ayurveda lifestyle and wellness coach and will help you up-level your health and wellness business. You'll gain access to the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda and graduate with a knowledge of how to incorporate this timeless wisdom and holistic framework into your business so that you can create greater impact and boldly step into the high-level practitioner you know you can be. If you are ready to up-level your life and help transform the life of others by becoming an Ayurveda alchemist, head over to harmonyinspiredhealth.com.au and apply today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and staying right to the end. Let's take our relationship a little further and connect in the world of socials. Follow me personally on Instagram at harmony.inspired.ayurveda. My women's health clinic on Instagram is harmony underscore inspired underscore health or join our Facebook community, the Ayurvedic Soul Sister Tribe. Reach out on any of those channels and let me know if you enjoyed the episode, what type of episodes you would like to hear more of in the future, or simply just swing by and say hi. And don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you listen on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating so the wisdom shared in these episodes can be spread far and near. Thank you so much, my friends, from my soul to yours.